0: Hey everybody, hope everyone's having a happy Monday morning. Hope everyone's going to have a great Monday. Welcome to the podcast broadcast. This is Taylor. I want to briefly discuss what could be the most valuable skill maybe that uh, people can develop. Now of course I don't – I'm in the midst of developing my skills. I'm in the midst of developing myself, trying to improve, move forward. I recently, well, probably about a month ago, every once in a while, I like to listen to Dennis Prager. And he made an interesting point about his kids. He said that the most important thing he was worried about when he was raising them, was not necessarily how intelligent they were not what their how good their grades were not you know how they performed necessarily by some kind of external metric in terms of like i said grading or maybe sports performance but their character he talked about how for him the most important thing raising his kids was about character right basically raising kids that make good choices that play well with others when you know when you should and behave in an ethical and moral way and that was i thought that was really interesting because in our society today most people are obsessed with their kid's intelligence, right? Or some kind of external measure like grades or how good they are at this sport or that sport or getting into this college or that college. And while those are understandable, I thought that that was an interesting take on what his goals were for his kids. And part of his rationale was basically is, from what I can remember, was that You know, if you raise your kids to be not just good people, but good people and make good decisions with other people, then people will want to work with them, right? People will want to do business with them. People will want to hire them. People will want to be their friends. And that is more valuable than just being intelligent, that's more valuable than just being good at a particular skill. And I think that – now, of course, I'm sure I'm leaving out some things, and I'm sure that he has a lot more to add on this. But that concept, I think, is very interesting, and I think – I believe this can be synthesized with a lot of the other thinkers that I have been preoccupied with lately. For example, we're going to jump to Jordan Peterson again. (laughs) So then we'll maybe move to Scott Adams. So with Jordan Peterson – he talks a lot about the development of human psychology or human psychological development and how, you know, there's a, a morality that shows itself or is kind of revealed through human behavior over periods of time. And one thing that he talked about was, you know, reciprocation. And I thought that was really interesting because it's basically like you do things that w- one big concept of Peterson is that you want to be good. Like you don't just want to win at one game. I love this concept, right? Peterson from his studies and his research kind of distilled an idea that with yourself and with others, you don't want to focus on being good at necessarily one game, right? You don't just want to win one game. So for example, I don't want to be so determined to be a Taekwondo champion that I screw over everybody along the way, right? This is typically what people think about with the greedy businessman, which is just not true. You can't be a really most, for the most part, you can't be long-term successful in business if you treat everybody like shit. So if I treat everyone like shit to be the best Taekwondo fighter, maybe I reach that goal, right? But then once I reach that goal, I look around and what else? What do I not have? Maybe I don't have a coach anymore. Maybe I've started to ruin the relationship with my coach, with my family. Maybe because of the relationships I've destroyed along the way that I am unable to move into other realms, right? Uh, Into other realms of business into other social realms, and you know maybe people don't want to work with you, and that's that's the idea. And he brings that idea into sports. You can bring that idea into sports, into business, right? So, for example, if you are trying to reach a particular position within a company, and you treat everyone around you like shit, and you start climbing that ladder, eventually you're going to have a long trail of enemies that could be very negatively impactful in the long run, right? So maybe you get a short-term goal, but you sacrifice the long-term benefits. And that is kind of the idea behind one, one of Jordan Peterson's, one of his big ideas is you don't want to just, you don't want to win one game. You want to put yourself in a position to win at the largest possible set of games right? So you want to treat people in such a way that you can continue to interact with them and other people in the future. So that way you have opportunities to engage in many, many activities as opposed to just one. And I think that connects to Prager's idea of raising your kids based on character as opposed to just particular skills or just intelligence. And I mean, I don't have kids, so I Obviously, I'm not doing this myself, but I think that these ideas are very powerful. And I think that maybe in the past, and I don't mean in the last couple generations, I mean like in the past, very, very long ago, you know, one reason why, the, you know, obviously religious thinking was a little bit, was much more prevalent. And I think maybe to a degree, this type of thinking was more important at the time. And maybe it is a – well, and also though, like, see, I don't see this so much with my parents' generation. I see it more so with my grandparents' generation, the importance of character. And so it just – it seems like maybe that's been lost over the last several generations. Like I said, even including my parents' generation, right? You see a lot of hyper-consumerism. And, you know, I mean, who's raised the overly soft coddling millennials? Like, that's my parents' generation and maybe the one right before and right after. So, the boomers going forward seem to have not done very good with character building or maybe being too focused on not character and ethics and morality. And I think that's also one reason why Peterson's message and also other people like Gary Vaynerchuk and other thinkers out there are so powerful right now is because of that. Now back to Scott Adams is he's a big fan of persuasion. And one thing that he has is a persuasion reading list. I have been reading his – or going through some of his persuasion reading lists. And one of those talks about reciprocation as a method of persuasion. And it's the idea that you give, and when you give something to somebody, that they feel obligated to return the favor. And I think that's really interesting because I think that you can apply that to both Prager and Peterson's ideas. right? So if you take the persuasion technique of reciprocation – you don't necessarily have to do it out of manipulation, right? You don't have to treat people kindly just because you want them to treat you kindly back. But if you do treat people well, right? If you do if you are generous with how you treat others, then many people will feel obligated to return that favor. And that is that's pretty self-evident, I think. And like I said, I think it ties in. I think it ties in really well to what Prager and Peterson also espouse, right? Because if you treat people well and you do the right thing, over, you know, maybe you'll sacrifice some short term goals, right? Maybe there are times where you will lose. There are times where you will fail. You won't make a deal. But the idea is that over the long term, The connections you make and the people that you deal with will treat you well. I think that's it for now. So what I want to do now is tie some of this idea of character and long-term success with what I see kind of like right now. So one thing I feel like I've noticed is in my generation. This is one reason why I'm making this podcast. It's something that I see a lot of. There seems to be a lot of aimlessness, a lot of self-doubt, a lot of anxiety. And even though people seem sure of themselves in some ways or they pretend to be sure of themselves, the way, the the typical tracks that have gotten people to success in the past, at least in the past, say, like 30, 40, 50 years, don't work like they used to. Uh, and that is not just my observation. That is the observation of many people, including Peter Thiel. Uh, check out his interview with Dave Rubin. Peter Thiel is the, one of the co-founders of PayPal. I think it was him and Elon Musk. He's on the board of Facebook. He's a billionaire, very smart guy, very interesting insights. And the idea is that we're in a new space, where the last 30 or 40 years aren't, doesn't look like they're going to translate into the next 30 or 40 years. So how do we progress forward? And I tend to believe that the ideas from like Peterson, like I've said, Prager, Scott Adams, persuasion, these kinds of well, not necessarily persuasion itself, but the idea behind persuasion about, you know, reciprocal action, you know, doing things doing good things for people, do doing good things for people or doing the right thing as often as you can will likely bring back positive returns. Same with Dennis Prager, how he said about raising his kids, He's more, he was more worried about raising his kids to be good people and moral people and ethical people than being the smartest, most intelligent, the fastest, whatever. And Peterson's idea of you know, trying to raise yourself and your kids to- uh setting yourself up to have the potential to win at the largest possibility of games, the largest set of games, so don't be focused on being number one so much in one area that you sacrifice everything else in your life to get that. When it means that you, you know, it's a, a, you know, for example, a great physical example is I was just listening to a Joe Rogan podcast where they were talking about Ronnie Coleman, the bodybuilder and Ronnie Coleman is, was it, was I, I think, what is it? Mr. Universe or Mr. Olympia, whatever it is, the highest rank of that. I think he won the title more than once, probably a handful of times, but now he's, he's like crippled. Like he's got back problems, hip problems, and a lot of that is from his, the way he exercised to get to that goal. And yeah, I mean, he got, he got first place. The question is though, at what cost? Now, that's an extreme example, but it is, it's, it, it plays into what I'm talking about, which is you have to be careful about the costs of achieving one goal. Because in, instead of this Ronnie Coleman guy looking at, longevity, looking at the future and saying, okay, I want to be a great bodybuilder, but at the same time, I want to be the greatest, but at the same time, I want to be able to do other things when I'm done with this. Right? Like I want to treat my body well so that way I can live to be a hundred and I'm enjoying life same thing applies, like I've said, I think with business, with personal relationships, you, you know, you don't just want to win every interaction. Sometimes you lose in the short term, sacrifice in the short term to win in the long term. Now, that's, you know, that's what I'm learning. That's what I'm learning right now. And I've used some of this when it comes to sales, right? Like sometimes I will, one thing that worked for me is, And I didn't necessarily, I just knew this from experience, but I gave a trainer at a gym a free sample of these fitness bands that I've been selling. And I could tell he felt obligated to spread the word and tell other trainers about what I was selling. And as a result, I sold a handful more to the other trainers. Okay. And so that idea of like, I didn't, Think like I'm manipulating him, but I was, right? To a degree, I was using persuasion. I was saying, here's this, take it for free, let me know how you like it, right? And as a result, he felt obligated to do something for me, which he did. And I mean, like I said, I didn't do it on purpose as manipulation. I did it to just get those out there. I did it to get them in his hands. I knew he would probably talk about them, and I figured it would get them into the The what, whatever it is they're doing at the gym. So, back to my point. I think going forward, this type of thinking for myself, this is what I'm trying to use to be most effective. I'm trying to bring together these ideas of um, self improvement, acting ethically, acting morally, and trying to do the best that I can. In order to move forward as opposed to focusing on a specific skill set, right? If you've listened to my podcast before, you know that I'm developing multiple skill sets at the same time and I'm, there are some of them are more goal oriented, right? Like, oh, I'm doing this for this purpose. Others are more, I'm doing this because it is, you know, it I, when I do it, I get energy from it and that energy helps me produce more or I'm doing this because, you know, it's just a passion. So I, I'm not 100% sure where everything I'm doing would lead, where it's going. But I just know that I have to keep going and that the best way for me to move forward seems to be to follow some of these guidelines from, say, a Jordan Peterson type or take some advice from, say, a Scott Adams type or reading that, like I've recommended before, Guerrilla Mindset. So not I'm not I'm not necessarily religious and I don't subscribe to every principle of of any particular religion but it seems to me that a really optimal way for myself to move forward is to focus on just being the best person I can be all around and going from there right because if I am a, not just kind, but if I am a good person all around, I'm a strong, I try to make the best decisions. I try to act ethically, morally when I can, but at the same time, I'm practical and I'm real, you know, and I don't let, I just do what I can. I do the best I can in all senses of my life. Then I feel like that will help me, you know, meet new people. That will help me open up new business opportunities. That will help me have better relationships. So I don't really know what the exact outcome will be of this because I'm in my 20s. So we'll see in 40 years if uh, this was successful. But anyway, that was just something I've thought about recently and trying to kind of synthesize some of these ideas together. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. And remember, let's get our shit together And as Jordan Peterson would say, pursue what is meaningful, not what is expedient. Peace, guys.